one of the things that I wish I'd known very early on was to know when to stop with a piece of documentation. Initial days, I had this whole thing of trying to make it really perfect. But with docs, it's far more important that it be usable throughout. And then the perfection is always going to be this elusive goal that you're working towards because the conditions of that perfection will change every time. Welcome to the Knowledge Based Ninjas podcast, where Gallery Ram Kumar of Document 360 finds the best SaaS self service knowledge bases in the world and then interviews their creators. Let's get started with today's episode. Good day, everyone. Our guest today is Anushmita Ray, technical writer at True Layer. Welcome, Anushmita, to the Knowledge Based Sorry, Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. How are Thank, you? I'm doing brilliant. Thank you. It's Monday, right? So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a Monday work morning for me. <laughs> Super. So, Anishmita, please explain a little bit more about yourself and how did you initially get into this documentation field? Right. So, uh, I currently work as a tech writer at TrueLayer, where we work on open banking um, in mostly the UK, but we are expanding in Europe and Australia as well. Uh, and I work as the only tech writer in uh, TrueLayer. Um, I got into tech writing, basically, I did a computer science degree. Um, and when I was finishing my master's thesis, I was also at the same time looking for jobs. And um, one of the things that sort of came up were these these options of different software engineering roles, which was a predictable route that I could go down. And then I also realized that I'd used docs before and I could write. I had writing interests. I had done a lot of student journalism Mm -hmm. and this seemed like a very uh, interesting mesh of interests there. This is my degree. These are things I like doing outside of my degree. And this seemed like a happy middle ground. So I I went with that and I got the job. And that was pretty much it. I didn't know a great deal about technical writing when getting the job. Okay. That's an interesting uh, journey, Anishmita. And uh, yeah, just coming back to your graduation. So how has your... Uh, in- bachelor's and master's degree in computer science assisted you in your technical writing career? It's it's a good leg up, I think, because having the familiarity with code and during my master's, I had modules where we were working on how you would work for a software development lifecycle. So we, a bunch of us in the cohort, sort of sat together, did the whole Scrum method, Agile method to make a computer game. That was what we were doing. We were making a version of Minecraft. Mm. And that's what we were doing. And we were doing it for fun. But the point of the module was learning these software engineering processes that when I went to work, was like, oh, no, these are the industry standard processes. But I just did them in a degree. But it's also not just the knowledge of, I have the technical knowledge. I know how to code. Those are basic things that I know. I also learned how the companies and stuff work in my degree. 
Right. And um, just coming back to the uh, educational background and your uh, current uh, profile, in your first technical writer position at OutSystems, uh, you wrote technical documentation that was targeted at developers without coding experience, correct? Yes. Uh, so how was that experience? Yeah. Uh, it was It was very interesting. And I think it was actually a very good place to start for me. Uh, as opposed to starting straight in API docs, which would have been a bit of a jump in this whole thing because it's not like I was very familiar with how APIs in the industry worked before that. So um, when I joined OutSystems, there were other tech writers already working there. And OutSystems creates um, software development platforms for businesses that um, don't the point of it isn't to have the shiniest uh, software. It's something that is utilitarian for them. So uh, they needed, uh, they're making like low code platforms and we needed to write how to use this thing to do these complex technical things. But uh, we're not we're not going into the details of, oh, this thing that you're doing is this very complicated database relationship management system that you you don't need to know about it. You can just do this by following these instructions, but you need to understand the context of it. So it was mm-hmm. the concept of tech writing was very much there in that system without going into the details of, oh, these are these APIs and this is the method, this is the path. The very technical side of it wasn't there. Um, and I think it's it's a very good learning environment when it's like that because then then you're working with an audience that doesn't have your level of knowledge and you have to consider what they think throughout the process without ever assuming they understand what you're talking about. Yeah, that, that's true. That, that's true, Anushmita. And also, just let's talk about a little bit about your true layer experience. So what's your documentation process at true layer? So uh, the thing about true layer is that I am the only tech writer right now. So we currently have a lot of APIs and product management uh, has to get involved in the process quite heavily because of how understaffed the tech writing side is. So um, the teams, developers, product managers, everyone uh, follows templates that I have set out and Mm -hmm. then they fill those templates out and then I review them. And we go through the docs process way before the release of a product. So it can get iterated if it's a new product. Um, a lot of the content is uh, sort of um, inherited content. and They've existed for a while now. When I joined at Trulair, my main uh, big project for most last year was migration. We were hosting docs in GitHub pages. And we kind of needed to move to something that a lot of other people in the company would be able to use more easily because customer success people and integration sales people, those teams had a lot of information coming straight from our customers and our audiences. And they often didn't find the GitHub process easy enough to be able to contribute whilst there was no tech writing team existing at all. So we migrated to... uh, platform that's hosting our docs 
and people can leave suggestions in it uh, within mm-hmm. the company, which makes it a much more collaborative experience because otherwise it's just one tech writer mm-hmm. and 17 APIs. It that yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> True. Um, and also, uh, now that you've been working as a technical writer for over three years, what do you wish you had known when you first began? What do I wish I'd known? Um, I guess one of the things that I wish I'd known very early on was to know when to stop with a piece of documentation. Initial days, I had this whole thing of trying to make it really perfect. Mm. But with docs, it's far more important that it be usable throughout. And then the perfection is always going to be this elusive goal that you're working towards because the conditions of that perfection will change um, every time. Whereas initially when I was writing documentation, I was genuinely looking at it as a, oh, this is a university essay. Yes, it answers the question, but is this the most perfect version of it? But that is not how industry cycles work. And you sort of have to get this thing out. This is perfectly competent. This has all the points that it needs. This is the usable. Now it needs to go to the customer. It doesn't need to be the most perfect version of itself. I think that there's a fine line there that I struggled with quite early on. Thank you. Thank you for uh, pointing that out because not many people will come up front and mention all these things, right? So very brave of you, Anishmita, I would say. (laughs) 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 Great. And um, let's talk a little bit about your reporting on your documentation. You did mention that uh, you have a small team, but uh, what's your reporting structure like? Uh, Whom do you report to? What kind of reports do you share? So I work in uh, a developer experience team. Uh, In that team, we've got developers, we've got designers, and we've got a senior product manager for the developer experience team, who is my direct line manager. Um, I report to him on a pretty non-standard basis of whenever there's some update, I'll just send him a message and say, this happened and these are things that I'm working on and these are conditions. But we've got like bi- um, bi-weekly one-on-one meetings as well where we go through things in a bit more detail. And of course, there's stand-up where, yes, the developers in the team aren't working on my docs, but whatever I am working on is discussed there and everyone's sort of aware of there. So my direct line manager is a product manager who's looking over all of DevEx. And then usually every quarter or so, I will have meetings with um, senior management, different people in senior management. Mm -hmm. Um, Product managers and such are always in touch with me. Um, And uh, to be fair, Atrule, our CTO, he's very much uh, in touch with all of us and we kind of do tell him, oh, this is what we're doing and these are the things we're interested in right now. And he he is very invested and very aware of everything we're working on. Absolutely fantastic. So it's nice to see different levels of people getting involved and giving documentation the highest importance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think there is there is the... Uh, there is all the good intention in the world in that place. People want the best thing. Often it's it, there are practicalities that come in the way because of the size of the docs team, but mm-hmm. everyone cares about it. 
Great. And uh, what is the nature of this of your documentation? Is it publicly available, or is it uh, is it closed and uh, only custo- only your customers can access it? Uh, no, it is publicly available at docs.trulia.com. Great. And uh, in terms of um, uh, marketing team using your documentation, are you aware if they are generating any organic search traffic? So marketing, the new doc site is new enough that a lot of it is uh, talking about organic search traffic is a bit premature uh, as yet. But marketing and I are working together, product marketing in specific, where we are planning on working closer this year and seeing how we can uh, provide all the information resources to our customers better. So those are things that we have in mind. Great. So good luck for that, uh, Anishmita. Right. I'm now ready to ask some fire, uh, rapid fire round questions. Uh, Are you good? Yeah, sure. Who have you learned the most about documentation from in your career? Oh, who have I learned the most from? It's honestly, every single team I've worked in has been a very uh, interesting experience because you learn so much about processes and also other people have solved this insurmountable problem. You look at this blank page and you're like, I don't know how to solve this. There's someone else who has solved it. Uh, my team at Adyen was huge and with people from all sorts of backgrounds and experiences and that was very much an effective place to learn things from. So thank you everyone. Can you share a documentation related resource you have consumed recently? Uh, a documentation resource. Uh, when you say that do you mean like blogs or such? Yeah it could be blogs or any web publications or any books that you have read anything that you think is a good piece of material that our audiences can go and refer. I think a regular thing that I use is uh, Tom Johnson's blog um, because it's 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 quite a handy resource to learn a about API documentation. Also, they he did this whole checklist of what makes a piece of documentation like sufficient and complete, and the thing about perfection that I was talking about, and the there's a conversation at the end of it as well of people disagreeing and agreeing with it. But there's a massive checklist there. And I think if you can sort of go through that checklist and check how well your docs are doing and where you can improve, uh, I think that's that's a good resource for people to have a look at. Thank you. So uh, am I correct in guessing that's the blog I would rather be writing? Yeah, that's I'd rather be writing. Um, they There's a checklist uh, page there. I do not remember the exact name of the post or the link, but I'm sure it's easily findable. Findable, yep, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so my last question to you in the rapid fire round is, what is that one piece of documentation related advice you would give to your 20-year-old self? Uh, it's probably going to be that make sure your documentation is usable first. Make sure it's perfectly usable. And then Make sure it goes out to the audience who needs it before you take it and turn it into some sort of vanity project. This isn't as perfect a piece of writing as I want it to be. It's much more important that your audience can use it and finish their work than whatever personal stake you have towards that piece of paper. It doesn't matter as much. 
Great. That's a great piece of advice, Anishmita, I would say. So is there anything I did not ask you today, but you would like to convey to our audiences? Probably the fact that tech writing is actually quite an interesting thing and more people should be interested and be doing it so that we have more, um, you know, we have more tech writers, we have larger teams working on docs and that'll be easier for all the developers to run as well. So, yeah. Fantastic. So build a community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more of one. It's like hiring tech writers gets so hard because yeah. we, we, we are still quite few out and about. <laughs> Super. So thank you so much. And uh, definitely um, the Knowledge Based Ninjas podcast guests who come uh, come to this uh, podcast, they share their experience and uh, they talk about uh, their educational background. And uh, it's if you have the will and skill and uh, passion towards writing, anybody could become a tech, tech writer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I Fantastic. So once again, I appreciate all the time you've taken for this podcast and uh, sharing your valuable uh, experiences with our audience today. And uh, good luck for 2022 and uh, for all your future projects. Thank you. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you. Take care, Anishmita. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Please head to iTunes, rate, and provide honest feedback on the podcast. See you next week.